You're listening to Let's, Let's Talk Real Talk. Talk. Alright, Catherine, are you a banana? No. Because you are very appealing. <laughs> oh, that's just cringy. Don't be calling me a fruit. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness gracious. Welcome back, guys. Um, It has been like, what, a solid, almost a, a full-on... No, it has not been a full-on year. I want to say maybe our last recording was in March. Yep. Maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's just getting around that. Um, We actually, ironically, recorded a podcast episode like a week ago and was about to post it about Jeffrey Dahmer, Halloween, how to deal with distance, but then things changed, and it made us not able to post that episode. And we'll get to that point. Blum, blum, blum. <laughs> um, but anywho, not that you guys really care, which we'd explain, but um, due to personal um, lives and, you know, stuff, we've just been very busy and podcasting has kind of been at the back burner at like kind of not what we've been thinking about and you know we don't make money this isn't like a career this is just something we love to do for fun and so when you're stressed out focusing on life and just don't have the time to do it or it just feels like it's like work or something not fun of course you're not going to want to record episodes and have fun with it so I guess what we're saying is it's kind of why we haven't touched it. And now, we all have, we, me and Catherine both have plenty of time in our lives now, That's ironically, right. um, that now we're back. And to um, get to that get to that segment, Catherine, what is it, what is it that, what, what sucks in life? What is it that everybody goes through at least once in their lifetime? Are you, Related? Talking, about, are you talking about a breakup? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they suck, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. And, <clears throat> sorry guys, I swear, I promise I don't have COVID. Okay. But talking about breakups, I, this past, well, this is a weekend. This is October 22nd, but it was, let me see, what date was it? It was October, oh, I heard, I heard footsteps, so I was like, oh no. <laughs> it was October 16th. I was uh, blindsided in I lost my um, boyfriend of long distance that we were together for a year and about to hit four months, and we were doing long distance for eight months. And Catherine, do you want to talk that you've also recently got out of a relationship? It's been about, hmm, I think it's been about two months now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll just call it that. But how? I don't remember. Right. But how long were you guys together? For almost three years. Yep. So over about two and a half years. And more accurate. Okay. And I would like to say the the ironic thing about this is that recently, not just Catherine, a lot of people I know and, like, friends and, like, even my ex's friends were all going through breakups. Like, so many people I know on social media and just everywhere are, like, all dumping their girlfriends or boyfriends. And I was like, oh, that's not going to be me. I'm very happy. I'm in a healthy relationship. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And then when they blindside you, that's when you're like, oh, this is not what I planned on expecting to happen. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> my voice. But we are going to talk about some of those things, kind of how to deal with it, you know, especially when you don't get peace and just how to kind of move forward. And not that <coughs> not that I'm the best person 
to give this advice because this is my first breakup and I'm just going through it now and it sucks and it's only the first week of it and I know these next five months are going to be living hell but Catherine has also has like, some experience so I think she can give some guidance too but <clears throat> I just kind of want to talk a little bit to you guys I guess get a little bit personal this was very this blindsided me because with this relationship we in March they moved we were living in the same city and they moved to a different city for their job and their goal was to come back to my city in a few years and we both talked about it wouldn't make sense for me to move career-wise and things like that and so we were going to try to attempt to make the distance work now this whole time um, for any of you guys who probably have been in long distance um, relationships or maybe have no experience with it from the get-go I tried to figure out what I can do to make it work I know this person wasn't really big into FaceTiming, so I didn't really try to do that as much, but they were big into gaming and Discord, so I'd try to get on there and have like movie nights and stuff, but basically every day we would just text and like call each other, and that's all we did. And I was satisfied with the relationship besides like not being able to see them that often. You know, one thing I learned going into long distance with uh, research is that you try to stay positive and think about the next time you see them in person, think about how happy you're going to be and how um, precious that time is and, like, the memories you make with them. So it didn't – I mean, it bothered me, of course. You know, when you go, like, two or three months and you're like, oh, my gosh, when is the next time I'm going to see them? Like, this is driving me nuts. I can't wait to see them in person because, of course, seeing someone in person is so much better. You can't, you know, you can't hug them over the phone, right, Catherine? You can't, you know, kiss mm -hmm. or – and sometimes some things – you know, but, but depending how you're texting and your tone on the phone and stuff, it's it's hard to, I guess, express, like, good feelings to somebody, like, through over the phone when they're not there in person. But with the whole blindsided thing, this past weekend, I've been, we, I've been getting, Catherine can talk, Catherine can agree or know where I'm coming from but on this, but Catherine visit. Uh, visited me in September and I've been so excited for my ex to come this whole time been planning things got Halloween stuff um, I knew they were gonna be here this whole week because of their company and stuff like that and you know we were planning out all these details and then so they get here on Friday and we spend the whole weekend with each other they make me go to stuff with their family with their friends and I had no idea besides not getting any I guess kisses and like a whole lot of attention but I got you know cuddles I didn't see anything coming because they kept talking like you know everything's fine our relationship is fine the only red flag that I ever noticed was a few days before was that some of their stuff was still at my apartment for eight months because we were supposed to move it to their family but you know they didn't really care so it was like kind of the last of their mind and they were like, so this weekend, let's move the rest of my stuff to my parents' house. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, oh no, is this, is this the moment? And the kicker was on, um, well, on Saturday before we were going to some event, they told me that they wanted to talk about our relationship in the car and that they were dealing with some personal problems and stuff and they're like they, they're like didn't want to scare you we just need to have this conversation on Sunday and talk about where we're at and they're like okay and I'm over here like okay that's a little scary that you bring that up but I'm not gonna think the worst and then Sunday comes by and you know spend it with their family and stuff and have a good time we drive back to my apartment and it's nine o'clock at night 
and I'm getting ready to go to bed because, you know, work on Monday, get my PJs on, and they're sitting in the living room saying, let's have a talk. And they confess to me that they can't do the distance, and that they want to break up, and it, let's just say, killed me. Let's just say less than an under an hour since, you know, someone who, when you get blindsided, you can't process anything. You can't think accurately, so immediately you want them out of their, your face. Like, rather you still love them or hate them, you want them out of their, your face. So, of course, I barely could handle what they were saying because they didn't really give me a chance to even talk about my feelings. And I just kicked them out of my apartment. And that's just what I did. And the next day... So many of my coworkers and stuff were telling me, like, you know, wait a month to get closure because there were just so many unanswered questions. And I was like, you know, when someone breaks up with you, ultimately you think, am I the problem? You know, what did I do wrong? How could I fix this? Or how could I have known to do something different? Like, how could I have avoided this? Because I didn't see any signs. The only thing I, I noticed in the month before was they weren't really saying, I miss you as much or saying as I love you as much but I thought maybe they were just really busy because they were and so that that hurt and I guess I want to talk to you guys or let you all know that I've learned from somebody with relationship experiences when you get blindsided by somebody you gotta learn I don't want to say to not take it personal but you gotta learn that no matter what answers you're gonna get from them or whatever you're not gonna get that peace you hope that what you hear from them is going to make you feel better, and it's not. And what I've learned from friends around me who've had multiple dating experiences and they're now happily married is that, of course, with time, I mean, it's going to... Sorry, <laughs> I keep hearing this sound like someone opening the door. Um, with time, it's, it's, it's going to take time for you to heal, and at first it's going to be awful, and the next couple weeks you're going to feel terrible. And let me just tell you, Catherine... <laughs> I wish not 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 saying this because I don't I w don't want to be depressed but I wish I went through breakup earlier because girl this past week I have lost five pounds just because of a breakup now I'm not saying that's healthy but when you go through learning and accepting how to handle long distance for a few months let's just say I was gaining some weight and I finally just got to a part where I was trying to be healthier and figure that out and it's just like oh this just hurt but I don't know. Catherine, do you have any advice about relationships and how to deal with them after they end or, or how to accept what someone has told you? Uh, well. Or, like, what is your ta tactic? Like, if it's somebody who you didn't expect to come, do you just eat ice cream? You say, like, F them and, like, rip up their, you know, pictures or, you know. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff oh. out here. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's hard, but you got especially in my situation, the relationship wasn't healthy and it was like toxic and it wasn't a good relationship even though we were like each other's best friends like talk to him every day or mm -hmm. next to him like almost every other day it's hard because you don't have that person anymore but I know in the long run it's better off for me because there's like this quote on Facebook it's like God like tries to tell you things like gives you signs about if you're not supposed to be in a certain place or certain relationship mm -hmm. job work any something like that They'll try to, like, remove you from it, and then one day you'll be, like, violently removed. And, like, of course, that, I mean, it didn't happen to me, but, like, there were definitely signs along the way that I was ignoring. Because, like, a year after interrelationship, I moved back out and moved in with my parents. And so when, after I moved back in with my parents, 
we were going to, like, work on things. Mm-hmm. Things are going to change. And, well, I was stupid for thinking that because things didn't change. Well, but you were thinking positive. You were being hopeful. Yeah. Hopeful that maybe we just need to take a step back and things will work themselves out. And it didn't. And so then at the very, like, two months ago when things went, all went down, we were about to move back in together and everything. It's just like a sign. Like, things just... Mm-hmm. We're not gonna be the. We're not gonna work out, and we're gonna be the same again. So. So you knew it was time to call it quits. Yes, definitely listen to your to guts. Rip the cord. Yeah. Listen to your guts or signs from like what God's telling you because it's yeah. I'm glad it's just a relationship I didn't want to continue on with. Like I still love that person and like mm-hmm. they still mean a lot to me, and I have no hard feelings against them. It's just it wasn't a the right fit. Yeah, and Catherine's scenario is different to mine, and of course. People, a lot of my friends have reached out to me who recently have been broken, broken up or have been through long distance experience. And of course, they're trying to relate with me. And of course, every relationship is different. So it's like, while I take and grasp some advice, part of me won't feel the same as they did. But the reason why mine hurts so much um, is because I was happy in my relationship. I saw a future with this person. And while the distance separated us, I knew that I was hopeful knowing that once this was over, things were going to be better and and I didn't say not, not that we we had never really fought and I think he there is multiple reasons why he ended it and he ended it mainly because he didn't want us to get in that situation where we fought because of the distance and so it hurt because it's you're just like well I wasn't ready for this relationship to end and it's just like I'm still processing it because it's my best friend it's like this is a person I texted every day and contacted and like even even though it hurt me that they caused me this pain, even like days later, I to this day I still can't be mad at this person. Like some people are telling me, "Oh, just give it a month or two. You're gonna hate them, or you're gonna, you know, dislike their guts." Well, the reason why is because I believe this, and maybe this is me being too hopeful. But they also mentioned this. They said if we're meant to be, it'll happen. But they got to figure out their life, their themselves right now. And I think personally that it was the right person in wrong time. If our careers right now we're both young and we're both in the beginning stages of our careers and that's what we're both focusing on right now if we were just in the same city we both agreed we wouldn't be breaking up so i know people say when you talk about the right person wrong time that means oh you might think it was the right person but it was never meant to be so i'm while i'm being probably people are like oh that's toxic i'm being hopeful that maybe this person will come back into my life i'm i'm gonna be hopeful but that doesn't mean I'm not going to try to move on. Of course, I probably won't be dating in the next, this upcoming year. I think it's going to take me a while and I'm not interested because, uh, let me just say, trying to date right now in our generation is hell. I mean, I got lucky that I found this guy in, in the first place and we just clicked, you know, so easily. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to work on myself, work on my body and just focus on my career, you know. And I think, I don't know. I think some people worry and stuff because you're in your 20s and you're like, you want to get married and you want to figure it out. And it's just like your 20s is like your years, you, you're you meant to fail. It's okay to mess up and, and things and I don't know. It's it's pain, but we're not our, – our whole focus about this topic is not just to talk about the um, breakups in general, but how to get through them and deal with them. And now I've had um, coworkers who've tried to like – talk to me and give me advice about it but like I said I've had people who try to be tell me negative and they're like you need to hate them and stuff and I'm like no I'm I'm hoping maybe one day after like maybe five or more months that maybe one day we'll reach out to each other because like I don't know but um 
on that topic, I want to move over to support systems. Now, Catherine, obviously, I know you just, this was just two months ago, but with any of your relationships that you've broken up with people, like, what was your way of coping? Like, how did, like, the next, the, the first week or so, like, did you have a support system of friends who were there for you and did things, or, like, did you just had to learn personally of, like, things, your own, how to get over it or deal with it? Kind of a mix of both. Do you want to explain the process or what you did? Or oh, well, <laughs> or for, is that too much? Well, for this one, the relationship <coughs> was kind of basically over for me. Like, you know, we were both just at the end. And like, it, you weren't upset. Yeah, I wasn't upset, so it didn't really affect me that much. I mean, it did affect me. Like, it still affects me now, and I get sad sometimes. So, like, I don't mean to sound mean or harsh. Like, oh, I didn't know them or anything, but it didn't affect me. Like, you know, like, it mm. was out of nowhere or things were different, but... With past relationships, I guess I've just, like, leaned on friends and then also just kept a lot of it inside and tried to work it out and also with time just Mm -hmm. let it move on. But I know definitely just looking back, I've learned of how to handle things better and situations better. And maybe things would have gotten better, but you can't learn until things happen like that. So, Mm -hmm. And one thing, and this wasn't this, the past two experiences I've had before this, they weren't boyfriends but they've taught me how to not be I guess petty in a pain after like finding out that someone's not interested in you or they no longer want that kind of relationship rather it's like a I'm not trying to say it's friends with benefits or whatever kind of you know but I think with this one I've learned kind of while I did reach out to get closure and get answers I've learned not to react like usually like the day of or the day after you want to send them mean messages or you want to like hound them and kind of make them feel like shit and I've kind of learned with this one you well especially now since especially with this one since I I still love them and I care about them and I hope that they come back that I don't want to be mean you know mm-hmm. and one thing that Catherine taught me that I didn't know is like um with my friends and coworkers, you know the day of I this person after I kicked them out of the apartment I I hated how I was so mad but I mean I I, it just shook me so of course I was going to react that way and they understood it but I I hated that that part of my life was over like I feel like part of me is just missing right now and that that sounds bad to say or like unhealthy but like they were a part of my life and they encouraged me on things and and helped me and I feel like that I don't have them that is a missing part of me but immediately I had to unfollow them on social media and on like Snapchat and all kinds of things because I knew that if I kept them down the road we would eventually probably take each other off until we were comfortable to talk to each other but I just didn't want to see what they were doing because this weekend that we're talking about this right now I was supposed to see them I was supposed to do activities with them and their friends and so it hurt me so I had to immediately take them off take their friends off but what Catherine taught me is that I now, I don't care about how many likes I get on Instagram or, like, captions and stuff like that, but I did hate that I was going to have to delete my posts, like, all the posts that I had with them because I'm like, that hurts. I love those memories, and I still cherish those. And I guess this this is advice for any of you guys if this hurts you, but if you're not ready to delete them right away, you can archive posts. Catherine, do you want to teach them how to do that, or isn't it, like, you press, like, the the dump, like the three, three dots, dots on the, on the mm. corner of a post and like it says archive it and what Archive's it does yeah. is it doesn't delete it but it kind of hides it away so nobody else can see it 
but still has all the people who liked it, all the comments and everything. So it's still there. So isn't it isn't it possible? Not saying that like you're gonna be able to do this like reverse, like if you guys get back together some. But isn't it possible that when you archive it, you can later on put it back on your account? Yeah, and it'll go back to like where it was originally yeah. on your page. So if you're not ready to deal with that or let them go with that, you know, that's something you can do instead of deleting, you can archive it. Um, one thing I've learned is, like, what really made me sad is at work, I had two pictures of them on my, like, in picture frames on my work desk because while we're doing the distance, I love seeing pictures of them, so it made me think of them every day. And, like, I hated that I had to take those down. And some, some of my coworkers told me, you know, it takes time. Like, if you're not ready to do that, don't do that. You know, maybe do it the next week or something. But, of course... I wasn't great at listening, and I did it immediately because it made me sad to have pictures of somebody who no longer wants me in their life right now because um, they got to focus on themselves and work on themselves and what they want. Um, but, yeah, that hurt. And it just, like, even in my apartment, I have really, like, cool photo decorations, and I had a lot of photos of them everywhere. And I, the night of, like, I was crying in tears, and I, I just took them down. And if you're not ready for that, sometimes it takes a few weeks, you know? No one's going to judge you if you still have pictures of your ex up. It, It's just whatever, like, whenever you're ready to do it. But when it's talking to support systems, I will say I am very blessed and lucky to have the friends, and Catherine, because Catherine's my friend too, that I have. Because the night that it happened, of course, I reached out to my friend because everybody was really excited that, he was here because everyone knew how excited I've been waiting. Like my coworkers, the Friday I had to pick him up, they're all like, "Oh, are you gonna go see pick him up?" And you guys are gonna have a fun week. And then so when I we broke up, I messaged my friends and I called. I th- I think I I don't know if I called Catherine first, but I called somebody and I cried. And you know, all my friends answered me. Like Catherine and I, you guys know Jenna. She Facetimed me with our other friend Dalton, and they were like on the phone with me trying to help me. And, like, I was never, there wasn't a moment that I was ever lonely. I had, like, a really great support system, and I guess I didn't expect that to happen, and I really appreciated it because even my first day back at work, Monday, um, I, my my co- group of coworkers at work, they're like a second family to me, and my friends, my coworkers, they all knew how much this relationship meant to me. And so when nobody expected or knew that this was going to happen, their faces were like, oh, my gosh. And so... We were all doing work, but during our breaks, they're like, let's debrief this. You know, let's help you get through this and kind of give you advice. This is how it's going to feel. It's going to suck the next couple months. This is how you're going to be able to heal. But then they went the extra mile in for lunch. They took me out to lunch, talked about it, helped me get off my mind, and talked about activities, and they paid for a meal, which is like, I told them, like, you all didn't have to do it. That's just, that's just way extreme. But to make me feel better... You know, they they reached out the Olive Branch. They're like, if there's any nights you don't want to be alone in your apartment and you want to watch a movie with us or hang out at our house, you know, feel feel free to come over. And everybody knows how much I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. And since it kind of got ruined because of him, because we didn't do any activities and he broke up with me during, like, my favorite season and ruined it, they were just like, you know what, we're all going to have a – like, a lot of my coworkers hate horror movies. And they're like, you know what, we'll have a horror movie night. They're like, you pick – as long as it's not Hereditary or Midsummer, which those two movies are so crazy. They're like, you can pick the two movies you want. We'll have popcorn, and we'll have um, apple cider mimosas, which Kat- Catherine got me hooked on that. And that is so good. And having, like, the caramel on the outside, do all that. And I was just like, man, what did I do? I mean, while I'm upset with that relationship, what did I do to deserve these people? 
and you know it's been it's been great having a support system now will I say it has been easy no this first week I mean every day I've almost cried at least once not the whole day but it has messed up with my of course like I feel sick to my stomach to eat and there's been um days where of course I've lost my voice and like right now it's not great and and stuff and it's just it's gonna take a while and of course you know this weekend instead of spinning in my apartment being alone I have the privilege to drive and see my family and stay at their place and I do have to say Catherine I don't know if you agree but pets always make it better mm-hmm. because my dog as soon as I got home it's like he knew it was like things were off and he like laid on the couch with me and like I was crying in tears and it's just like oh pets are just the best they're they're amazing but yeah it's it's a lot do you Catherine do you have any advice like with the healing and time or just anything to people since I mean of course this is my first breakup and not saying that I want to go through like eight or more I you know I'm hoping I'm taking this year I'm taking a year off of dating y'all like I'm just saying f that f boys right now like I don't want to be around that atmosphere right now and I'm just gonna work on myself and if I'm gonna work hard and make myself look hot for me that's what I'm gonna do yes I agree with that even though I (coughs) called some crazy things even though sometimes I might have deserved it because I didn't react too well, but you know now I've learned from it. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, uh, it's just stay true to yourself and um, just work on you and learn to love yourself. And mm-hmm. I'm also agreeing with like the dating thing. Like I've decided to just stay off the apps and stuff, and hopefully I'll find it one day or it'll come to me. I don't know. I'm probably silly thinking, but. Just, yeah, I, everybody I've heard from dating, it just sucks right now with Earth, how it is in these days and all the cheating and all, I don't mm-hmm. know, just everything that's so normalized. It's hard, but. And I will have to say, there's benefits to it. Well, right now. I mean, not that I, like, hated doing this stuff, but the benefits are with the holidays coming up, you don't have to get gifts for their birthday. You don't have to get Christmas gifts. You don't have to worry about Valentine's Day. So there are right. bonuses there. And then, um... Get to spend more money on yourself. That is true. I, I had there something else I was going to say. Uh, oh, uh, but with with that, there's also... Um, I haven't read it, but some people have recommended it to me. Um, well, that's the thing. Uh, that's one of the thing about... While that's a positive thing, uh, also, just don't see this as a bad thing. Like, like, with me right now, I don't know if I'll ever get to talk to this person again, and if we'll ever get to rekindle... Like, try it, get a second chance. But one thing I have learned, and it's hard to accept, but you'll notice the reasons why things happen the way they were. But some people aren't spiritual. Some people don't believe in God. But for me, I know that everything happens for a reason. So while I'm not happy that this happened, I know there's a reason for it. And I don't know yet what's the reason, but I'll find out eventually what it is. Because with all the people I've tried to date, or, you know, people that I try to have relationship and they just wanted, uh, you know, sex with benefits and things like I've I've learned my lessons from those ask those attempts and you know some people are telling me now like oh down the road you'll figure out red flags that you didn't see in your ex and it's like maybe that's true but I don't want to believe that with this one because I I was happy about it but in general you will learn everything happens for a reason because I will say this this weekend um if you guys don't know there's a festival in Las Vegas. It's called When We Were Young. And it was like all these punk pop bands. 
and um, we were we had tickets to go, but we were gonna resell them anyway because things popped up and it wasn't gonna work. But it's a good thing we ended up not going because they just canceled their date today, and so we wasted a lot of money on like the plane tickets and stuff, and so it it would have been uh, chaotic. So I mean that worked out. So you know. Who knows what's going to happen, right, Catherine? That's right. I'm a big believer in if things are, or everything happens for a reason. Yep. Yep. And I haven't read this book, but one of my friends who got out of a relationship, which she thought, you know, was going to be a successful successful relationship, and she thought that she was going to marry this man. She's more religious than I am, but it's called, it's not supposed to be this way by how do you say that? Aisa Turkus? Mm, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's I-Y-S-A-T-Y-E-R-K-U-S-T. And apparently she talks about if you're more into religion, I guess more believing of God or like a, a there's like a, you know, a bigger bean out there. <laughs> it sounds like I almost said a bean. Um, it basically talks about like how to accept what you don't understand right now like why things are happening for a reason i haven't checked it out but if i end up reading it i'll let you guys know so i don't know that's um our little spill when it comes to breakups i thought it was something that we should talk about because on our old recording we were talking about that i was going to give advice like or talking about like long distance and clearly that's no longer a thing for me so i was like well it seems appropriate that we should mention this um, but moving on to that, Catherine, what are some, what are some things that make you laugh or, you know, like on a, on a sad day or like when you're depressed, what is something that you watch that entertains you or that gets negative things off your mind? <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, that's true. There's true girls in my pants. <laughs> it almost sounded like you said there's girls in my pants. No, there's squirrels, <laughs> there's not There's Phineas and Ferb. Oh, gosh. I did not mean to say that. Um, it's Jeffy's like, okay. <laughs> Corn. Oh, goodness. It has a juice. <laughs> I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. <laughs> I cannot lose my, I'm I losing my you. voice. <laughs> no, what is it? What, what is that one TikTok? It's like, mother, I hunger. No, it's, it's like, no, 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 no. There's one, it's like, monk. <laughs> It's like, Mother, I, I crave violence. Oh, no, I have not <laughs> seen that one. I think it's like the cat videos. Hmm. But, um. Yes, TikTok. We're talking to you. Yeah, well, yeah. Or, that's well, we about get slap it. Happy. Or my dog, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Well, that's a that's a good thing that you, you said you don't know. Because uh, we're going to throw some other things out here. This is very random. But I have gone through this with some coworkers and friends and since we did this i mean this is just something goofy you can just google it or follow these accounts on instagram but it boosted my mood for the day and i feel like it would boost your alls but if you're going through a bad time well first of all i just want to say if you're going through a bad time and you want to get throughout some anger if there's any places in your area like your city me and Catherine plan in a couple weeks to go to a rage place where we're gonna smash stuff so if you're not really sad, but more in like the angry phase, do that. That helps get rid of the, you know, built up or just go work out. That helps too. That that boosts your what? What kind of your morale? <laughs> not your morale, like I guess isn't well, it like uh your confidence? Not serotonin, like the the good um 
good chemicals or whatever balance endorphins endorphins that's the word (laughs) this is why i didn't take science classes um (laughs) uh yeah but um the other thing i was gonna bring up this is so cringy but this sounds like it would be the opposite of something you would do but it it was kind of funny while we're both back into the 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 single ready not ready to mingle but yeah (laughs) all the single ladies um, the funny thing to th- to look at is looking up at cringy pickup lines, and I know we made a we made an episode like what a, two years ago about cringy pickup lines, but mm-hmm. these were from people who submitted them, and they were just very bad and kind of scary. A few of them, but my um, coworkers and friends went through these, and they're just so funny. They're so bad. So one of these is, my love for you is like diarrhea, Kathleen. I just can't hold it in. <laughs> That is disgusting. Like, if I heard that, block, delete, goodbye. Like, who comes up with that? Mm, yeah. <coughs> goodbye. Or, um, uh, this one is like, are you looking to date a stud? Because I have an STD, and all I'm missing is you. <laughs> Basically, he's saying he has an STD, but the only word, letter he's missing is you, because he's like, you want to date a stud? It's just, I know, that took a second. It went over your head, but that's, it's just bad. Yes, that's, that. Or, um, do you want to read off this last one, Catherine? Yes. <laughs> Let's see. It's the last one in parentheses. I heard you like bad boys. Well, I'm bad at everything. Yeah, like, who, why, why is that a pickup line? I just. Yeah, like, if they're a bad boy, no, no. You're like, no, <laughs> thank you. The way. You're like, goodbye, I don't need that in my life. No. Or this this one we found it's uh I don't want to say cringy I would say it's dark mm-hmm. but it says are you an orphanage because I want to give you kids that's sick that's like that's like the one um yeah that's just wrong when we did the when we did the cringy episode about pickup lines and that one said that um said are you a school I want to shoot up kids in you and it's just like that is dark um yeah that's that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so be careful if you end up going back in like the dating game and someone decides to pull a a pickup line on you because they could be very disturbing. Um, the other thing that would probably make you laugh, or I don't know, I don't know your all sense of humor, so maybe this entertains me, but it won't entertain you guys. But someone brought it to my attention that there are Instagram accounts out there. Sometimes there's some for universities, so, like, if you went to a specific college, there might be one out there. But Uh it's called Overheard. There's an account for Overheard LA and Overheard New York. And when I tell you, I went through these, and I just cracked up. Um, I'm trying to see if I found found a good one. Uh, Let me see. And I'll pause. I'll cut out this space. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this one one is from the Overheard LA. It said, wow, I just paid... $42 $42 for two acai bowls. And the other person said, aren't you unemployed? And the other one said, I see it as an investment in myself. <laughs> um, it's true. Oh, God. Uh, where is this one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, d- do you want to come up closer to the mic? But read out this. Read out loud this one. Do you want to have kids? Nah, I'm trying to reduce my trauma footprint. <laughs> Someone said this in L.A. Oh, my God. Um... There's an even funnier one. People come up with these things. I know. Um, Crazy, you know, a lot of crazy things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of this other one. Oh, it was so funny. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 
This one, someone said this in LA. I want to go on a trip with you at some point. And the other person said, like acid or travel? <laughs> don't do, no. No, travel. Definitely don't do the other oh one. Oh my goodness. Oh, these are entertaining. Um, someone said, you're not an adult until you pay for your own therapy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This one. Someone said, um, someone said this. I'm very careful about what I put into my body. And someone, someone else said, didn't you sleep with Greg? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, damn. And then someone else said this about L.A. Mom, you wouldn't understand. You're nobody in this city unless you're bisexual and vegan. Like, what? <laughs> that's a, a way to think. I mean, that says something, because I've been out there before, and they just, apparently there's, like, a lot of vegan restaurants, and mm. it's pricey. I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff. And there's there's some entertaining ones. Um, Let me look up the overheard New York one. Um, that shit was funny. Yeah, yeah, someone said, we don't have cable, so we're watching a couple break up from across the street. Mm. Um, But, yeah, you get the point. That's, that, you know, that's pretty, pretty entertaining. If you're, if you're having a sad day and tiktok's just not doing it for you or whatever um but yeah but i do want to say one thing going back to the relationship thing because i want to see if you if you can relate to this if this has made you not mad but it bothers you how it's never going to go away but one thing i've learned with this relationship and i'm not mad i guess it's like a benefit to the relationship Mm -hmm. is it since they've they've since they've broken up with me it's like they had a taste in like a lot of punk music and like at first like i've i used to listen to some punk music but i wasn't really big into it and it's like now all their songs that they would play and that they loved i have a playlist and i'm addicted to that music and so i hate that since they broke up with me like that's what i play and that and now that i think of that music i think of them and you're just like ah or like other things like certain shows that they showed you shows like some this person showed me a few animes and, like, now that we're no longer dating, I'm like, I want to watch the next season. I want to watch more. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just kind of hate how things that were their personality has slowly rubbed off onto you. And it's now becoming a part of something that you do on your daily life now. And you're just like, dang it. Not not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, it's something beneficial, I guess, that you got out of the relationship. But it still sucks because when you do it, you think of them because they're the ones who showed it to you. Do you did you have any things, like country music or like anything that people have like rubbed onto you that kind of just stuck mm. no 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 because we both like country or you like country music before then so true true mm, no not really i guess maybe like places that we've been but oh like you can't go you can't think of the place the same or or, or just like, like memories i guess that you have yeah yeah that is uh that is true um and then this is going to be, like, probably our last spinoff conversations, which people who listen to us on this podcast, if you don't live in Kentucky, this is going to be a really strange topic, and you're not going to understand it. But horse racing. Let's talk about it, because I just experienced it a little bit this week. Catherine, do you like going to horse races? Yes, I do like horse racing. Derby is, like, one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah, so we're both from Kentucky, um... Clearly, in Louisville, it's really big for the Derby and um, the Oaks. But during the fall, they'll have um, certain nights where there's races, and you can go and you can pay and dress up a little bit nice and do betting. 
But if you're not in Louisville, there's also a place in Lexington. I'm so quiet upstairs. I feel like someone's listening to me. Um, in Lexington, there's a place called Keelan where it's also it's it's not. I don't want to say like it is fancier, but it kind of low key is. But Churchill mm-hmm. Downs is known for like the not the twin towers, but like the spiral towers yeah, or the whatever they're called. The what? Twin spires. Yeah, the twin spires, and it's just known for its like design. And Keelan's just known for. I don't want to say it's more preppy, but like it's just more. I don't know. It's. A I think it's a little. I think it's newer too. Yeah. I mean, I know it's been there a long time, but I think it's a little newer. But yeah, it's more. Mm-hmm. And like, I think the land that it's on too, because Churchill Downs is not on. It's any like just land. a lot of dirt. Yeah, and it's around a bunch of houses and stuff down close to the Uville Stadium. So that's true. So it's like clustered it with the have city. Any land with like the beautiful trees. In it yeah, and which Keelan is like surrounded like what by a bunch of farms and kind of like grassland yeah, for I mean, horses it's like and right stuff. Right next to the airport, but it's on the other side where there's a bunch of. Mm-hmm. So this past um, week, I am paranoid. I obviously, as I mentioned, this weekend I'm at my parents' house, and so I'm not at my apartment, and I just feel like everybody's just listening. <laughs> Um, but, um, so this week I got my first experience, well, not first, I've been to Keelan and I've been to Churchill Downs with Catherine. We went to like our Oaks where we dressed up in Lily Pulitzer dresses. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. If you go during the Derby or, or Oaks, you got to dress up. Like you got to look nice. And I think that's, well, I think Churchill Downs is strict too, but not during like the normal like race days. But at Keelan, depending what seat or boxes that you have. Yep. They're more strict on the men and women. So, like, women, they can either wear, like, a pantsuit, but, like, no jeans. And you have to wear, like, a dress. Um, mm-hmm. Those are your two options. But that's only if you're in advanced, I don't want to say yeah, advanced, like, but higher seating. Yeah. Whereas, if you're just, like, going to be on, not on the ground, but at the floor section, you can wear jeans or wear yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, the first time I've gone to Keelan, I got to wear jeans and wore, like, a nice top. And it was fine. And we wore rain boots because it was rain. But then the second time, this time, I'm not going to explain details as to why, but I got to spend the day in a corporate suite, and it was awesome. It felt like, not royalty, but when you feel like you're rich and you're treated nice. Like, Mm -hmm. they were fancy rooms, and um, things were covered, like paid for, and that's where they had the strict rules where you had to wear certain outfits, and the bathrooms were so nice. They had, like, actual couches in the women's restroom where you could sit. It's like, who, why would you sit in the restroom? What would be the purpose <laughs> yeah. of it? Um, and it was just crazy. And what I learned is just bedding is crazy. I mean, well, that's just, like, if you go to, um, water's freaking out. Um, that's just, like, if you go to, uh, like, casinos, too. I mean, you... You want to put a limit on how much you're willing to bet, but, like, don't give yourself a lot of, or, like, don't, don't kind of talk yourself into, be like, okay, maybe I can bet more. Maybe I'll, I'll make more money off this. It's like, no, just bring yourself the bare minimum, and then after that, just stop. If you're constantly losing, maybe that's a sign you need to stop betting. But this weekend, I learned, um, this cool thing, well, I don't know if it's cool, because we didn't win a lot of money. It's called show pool betting, and what it is, is... whoever you're hanging out with or like the group of people you're with everybody puts down a dollar and the table and so with all that money let's say there's 16 people it's like a total of 16 dollars so you choose the first person um for the first race to go decide what bet they're going to make and what horse and you have no say in it and they get to decide how much money from that pool that they're going to bet on the horse and so if you win all that money goes back in the pool 
And so that means like <laughs> some somebody can be gutsy and they could bet sixteen dollars and we could lose it all, or someone could only bet four dollars and let's say ends up winning fifty more and put it in there. But every round, no matter what, you always put another dollar down. So if there's eight races, you're putting a, to- a total of like eight dollars down in the in the pool um, every round. But it was just intense because you're just like, oh no, are we gonna win? Are we gonna lose? And let's mm-hmm. just say, with my luck, we did not do great. Um, when it was my turn, I was terrified because everyone was just like, "What horse are you betting on? Mm. What are you gonna do?" And I think I did. Um, I think it's isn't it if you do to show that means they just had to come in first, second, or third. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people did that because that's easy. You know, it's not a expensive bet and it's simple. And well, I don't know much about horses, but some people that I know or who were with me know a lot. And so I picked this horse that was called Sophia Strong because I was like, oh, that's a weird name. Sure, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. And then th- people were telling me, no, you got to watch and see the horses and how they react. And so we were watching on TV as they're walking by, and someone was like, ooh, Courtney, the horse is gray. That's, mm, gray horses aren't aren't good. And I was like, what What does the color have to do with anything? Yeah. It's if there's a brown horse or it's a black horse, it doesn't matter. And then they're all just like saying, oh no, their ears, they look like they're not interested, they don't look like they're hyped or ready for this race at all, and I was like, alright, you guys have no faith in me, and <sighs> and some, some of the other people were just like, you know what, because of that, Courtney, we're going to believe in you, and everyone had faith, and I had, and this was like, I think I was the third person, so by this time, all the other people before me already lost some money, so we were just like, you know what, what can we lose, maybe Courtney will win us some money, yeah. and <laughs> we sit down and we watched the race, and my number was like number four. That's what the horse's number was. And as we were watching it, as they took off, it was in first place. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, Courtney's going to win us some money. This, yes, it's great. And it wasn't until the very end of the race that it slows down and it comes in fifth place. Oh. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it was so close. It had speed, but not. Stamina. Yeah, I did not have stamina. And also the reason why I picked it is because I looked at its past races and it won a few. And so I was like, oh, this is hopeful. But uh, yeah. So the moral of the story of that, well, not on that horse race, but if you're going to have fun, if you're going to be gutsy and bet, attempt doing show pool betting with some people because it is pretty entertaining and just the reactions and seeing if someone's going to win, it, it's just crazy. But I guess I just want to talk about this because this is my first time having the experience of like like the fancy and it was just outrageous just seeing how some people dress and how some people act it was just crazy compared to like the last time I was there or like when I went to Churchill Downs and we went to Oaks and we we're just like in the middle section where everyone's day drinking and it's like a hot mess and mm-hmm. you know it's all college kids it's just like it's just a whole totally different atmosphere yeah. so I guess if you all are not from Kentucky or um if you ever get the chance to visit Definitely put that on your, not bucket list, but like a to-do list of something to do. Because it is, it is something you've got to at least attempt once. But, yeah. Do you have any uh, thoughts or comments, Catherine, or anything to say? Mm-mm. No? Okay. No, but you should definitely go to Churchill and Keeneland. Yep. For sure. I've never been to Keeneland, so that's, that's on my goal list. That is true. Um... What was I going to say? I guess we should also talk about, like, our announcement. But don't know if we're going to have Jenna on the podcast currently um, because she is currently juggling five jobs. um, And I don't know if she's really interested. Uh, So if you don't 
hear her on this podcast. We didn't kick her. We didn't boot her. She's just really busy. Jeez. Um, she's just really busy with things. But I think we want to just say the goal for this is we're not, I mean, we're just playing around with this. So we're not really sure how accurate we're going to keep posting. It just depends on, you know, what we want to talk about, what content comes up. And if we can get some other friends or people we know who want to be get the guest on the podcast. Um, but our other thing is, I think we wanted to do this because it would be easier, and I've seen people do this, and it, it gives it, it makes it easier to talk a lot, a lot more, but our goal is to record a podcast maybe once or twice a month, because me and Catherine live in two different cities, and so it's, it's much easier when we're together and we're doing it with a microphone instead of doing it over the phone, and it's like wiry and faulty and just all kinds of stuff. So just wanted to give you guys that heads up. So if you're wondering, are they going to post more? What's going to happen? If if we end up posting more after this, it will probably be the next month. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll, we'll be here. And, um, you know, I think our goal with this podcast in general is always to give advice. You know, we're both in our 20s and learning the ropes of life. And I think down the road we can give some more advice about jobs and all kinds of things and just also just talk about crazy life. I mean, the the episode that we had to delete that was no longer going to be posted. We were talking about the drama with Try Guys and Jeffrey Dahmer and all that kinds of stuff. So we're, we're in the loop with the, the, the tea in, in our world with celebrities and everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, we just like doing this for fun. So, you know. Yep. Is there anything that you want to talk about that you also would like for us to cover maybe in this podcast? Not not like now, but like what you hope us to do in the future or like topics yeah topics or anything Uh, like if it's like um diys or like cheap deals because we're all dealing with uh what is it called a secession so you know like dupes that people find for like expensive things yeah much less than it works just Mm -hmm. the same or even better yep so yeah um be on the uh the radar for more episodes to come Mm -hmm. but thank you guys for listening I know this episode was more calming and chill and not as chaotic as the old ones have been. Um, But we thank you all for listening, and we hope to hear from you all soon. Or, I mean, not hear. Uh, God, what is the words, Catherine? We hope to talk to you all soon. Yep, that word. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.